right. So uh, as of this recording, I guess the Emmys are tonight and have been going on for the last four nights. Sure. I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, um, time is still a little, you know, who knows, who cares. What whatever. is a day? What is yeah. a night? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. <laughs> uh so yeah there's uh you know let's see who's who do we have here we've got uh yeah watchman i think is leading the the nominations um which is you know much deserved um, much deserved like have you seen that yet tara i've seen parts of it right i started it and then got swamped by school stuff so that i that is my like treat for myself whenever i uh whenever things become too much. (laughs) Isn't it crazy though that like Watchmen is like your, you know what? I need to relax and I need to put on. I I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I watched Watchmen last October and I was just like, oh no, oh God, (laughs) what's happening? What's reality? (laughs) It's No, it's a centering show. It's truly therapy. Yeah, well, we'll have to have you back, Lance. Uh, once we once we've all once I get through it, yep, yeah, gotten through it. Um, please, yeah, because I want to rewatch it for sure. Oh my god, I have so much to say about it, but I'll save it for that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, Shit's Creek has got some Emmy noms. Um, we've talked about that show on here because, uh, I think that was the first TV show that we. Uh, why did I say what was that in, the first TV show? <laughs> <laughs> the first TV show that we watched on here uh, uh, for the podcast. Very David Creek. I want you to know that was very David. <laughs> very David. I'm actually, I'm, actually, I'm actually drinking out of my David coffee mug right now. <laughs> oh, perfect. It's, it's his face giving this like snarky look, and it says, "Very uninterested in that opinion." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I have one that's uh, I'm trying very hard not to connect with people right now. Um, and that was like, I got that, you know, I think it was for Christmas. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect timing for, uh, you know, the future. Who knew? <laughs> I, I have a Rose Apothecary sweatshirt that I got um, last fall. And I wear it out to make sure just to like judge people. You know what I mean? If they know what it is, they're <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've got like the cloth bag from uh, when I went to the live show of the uh, like, Rose Apothecary. So it's like I can go I'm out like, shopping with my Rose Apothecary bag, <laughs> <laughs> and I just pretend like everything that in that's in there is you know where I got that from. I would start picking up stuff like that if I was carrying that bag. I'd be like, you know, that like limp wrist, like kind of like mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I would be like that. Where I'm like. Just like, is this good? Are these limes fresh? <laughs> like just that kind of thing. Um, maybe you put in the more voice a little bit. Uh, I can't do it because like it's just so good. I can't. Baby, <laughs> John, how, look at the baby. It's, look at the baby. Look at the baby. <laughs> it's, oh, it's genius, Catherine O'Hara. Genius. <laughs> She's wow. she's who I'm rooting for the most for the Emmys. I think just her as Moira. I love her. She's awesome. Like she really, is. what an amazing actress. Like what a career. Just, like years, what a yeah, career. like years yep. of <laughs> just amazing roles. And her, whenever her and uh, 
uh, Dan Levy, not Dan Levy, Eugene, Eugene Levy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, whenever her and Eugene Levy, uh, you know, get together, it's just like, you, you know, it's going to be great because their <laughs> chemistry is just like off the charts. <laughs> Any Avengers of comedy, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. you know, <laughs> Steve Martin's in there, Eddie Murphy, like the Wyans. Like it's like when they when they any project that they come together in, it's just oh my god, genius! Yeah. Magical. It's gonna be a good yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I rewatched uh, Beetlejuice not that long oh, ago. God, yes. I watched that movie like on repeat as a kid. And I just <laughs> love the line that Catherine O'Hara says, where she's like, "This is my art." And it is dangerous. <laughs> and she says it with such conviction. And I was like, I play that all the time now. It's a little loop. <laughs> it's, it's, I think, my favorite performance of hers, which is weird because it shouldn't be, is Home Alone. Only because I just love watching her as, like, the tormented mother who's, like, trying to find her kid. And I'm like, this is your fault. Like, you, you, you deserve, like, this, like, purgatory level of just, like, comedy that's coming at you like her the part where she's in the back of the truck like the farm truck right i cry laughing every time i watch that part i don't know why <laughs> it's just like she plays tortured it's mother she's so magical. Well. It's she she's is magical. she is she shouldn't exist she's like uh, ethereal kind of right <laughs> <laughs> but i think everyone in that show is so that's just me right uh, and uh there's so many shows on here and that I'm like, oh, that's right. That was like still within the last year. Like the good place like was still within the oh, last yeah. year. It like, was? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the good place. Remember that? Ooh, I was oh. so mad. So I know. Remember how they thought that they were in heaven, but it turned out they were in hell? I don't think any black person has ever had ever that. Ever had that idea. <laughs> America. <laughs> That's fantasy. That is pure <laughs> fantasy camp. <laughs> yeah, there's never really been any confusion for us. No. <laughs> you want to know what's like true? I I want to rewatch The Good Place only because I'm like, what an ending in the way that I need that right now. Like, I need them. I need someone to be like, all right, we can make this better and then do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> true fantasy. I need someone to, like, make everything better. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. The good place. Oof. T- good times. Those are good times. <laughs> well, I guess we can get into the movie that we're here to talk about today. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you, just in case anyone, you know, hasn't recognized uh, the voice of Lance, one of our <laughs> favorite returning guests. Yay. Um, yeah. Oh, the one of yours? Oh, well, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, we talked about shit's Creek okay. so much. I'm, like, embodying David now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you were on for Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Um, Les and Jesse forever. High Noon? In High Noon, yeah. Yep. Hi, Newton. Yeah, Celeste and Jesse forever. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on, you've been on, I think you're our, our most returned guest. Oh, oh my God. I, I'll <laughs> await my shirt in the mail. I'm just saying. I'll await it. My- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. yeah, we, uh, we, we, we might, since uh, Tara has been moved into permanent 
like host status, you might move into our Guinan role. Yes, we want you to be our very special our guest. Own Guinan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm sold. I'm saying I'll I'll wait the offer. I am offer only, but I'll I'll see what I can do. You know what? <laughs> you know what I can do. <laughs> oh my well, yeah, God. so Lance uh today brought us uh 2019's yeah this movie came out just a year ago like almost to the day uh, <laughs> uh, take me back take me back so it's the year anniversary of Hustlers I can't yeah. believe that was only a year ago and not again take me back time ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, you all remember like movie theaters you know and like oh my god in them and like you know like that like just like slightly too cold feeling you know <laughs> just, over conditioned uh, over air conditioned yeah like, uh, like having someone boy. like bring you a, like food and a drink at the alamo just oh my god uh, i what i would what I would do to see those little ninja Alamo um, like uh, waiters just like sneaking around on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I would we miss you, waiters. We miss <laughs> you. <laughs> doing, their, doing their Naruto runs through yeah. the aisles, like <laughs> to bring you your food. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it, the true heroes of our time. Where yeah. are they? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think this is kind of like a perfect movie, like for. Like that, representing that, uh, you know, before times and after. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this one's all about like the 2008 crash um, from the perspective of a group of strippers. Um, and, uh, you know, this movie came out like just before, you know, a lot of shit hit the fan. <laughs> and now, now this movie was up before time like this was like <laughs> an indicator like a uh, a landmark of a of a time before uh you know the age of rona <laughs> the age of rona <laughs> and, the, and that the movie is structured as like flashback right that they're kind of you know re- recalling an earlier time i'm like can we fast forward to the flashback part right can we like fast forward our own timeline to be reflecting on this it, as the past <laughs> right yeah can, yeah can we be uh, uh taking cuts of interstitials of us yeah talking to our reporter uh yeah. about you know <laughs> just like how hard it was and, and how we're glad we made it over that um yep. like while we're sitting and, or we're sitting in our beautiful, like all white house, like and just exactly <laughs> drinking our like her. Like I just love um, whenever she's talking to the reporter because I'm like, oh my god, she made it. She did. No matter how this movie goes, I know she made it at the end. She <laughs> I'm like, look at that island um, kitchen thing. Oh my god, I was like. Right. <laughs> I was like, I know she made it. I, I don't know how she, did it, but she gets through it at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this movie uh, stars uh, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Constance Wu, who are kind of the two main characters. Uh, and then they are supported by, uh, you know, Kiki Keepajaw Palmer. 
Um, and <laughs> or like Kiki, I don't know. Kiki, uh, sorry to that man, Palmer. Should be. I'm just saying. Right. Well, I, yeah. Also, like, yeah, she is always, always like working. <laughs> can, we, can we also thank Hustlers because it was Hustlers that got her that interview. That the sorry to that man. It was because of Hustlers that got her that. <laughs> oh, right. so, Hustlers really brought us a lot. Also, uh, and then Millie Reinhardt. You forgot the third most, most important star of this movie, and it's that Fiona Apple song that Jennifer Lopez does. That's <laughs> another star of this movie because ooh, that song <laughs> did it. Yeah, no, that was that was a moment, and that was like, yeah, people were talking about that for a while after the movie. Like that was uh, watching J Lo dance that coat too. Oh yeah, her like rapping. Uh, Destiny in that coat, like, was just such an adorable moment. Like, the star of the movie. It's that, maternal. Yeah. It's warm. It's you know, it's, like, just you're coming in. We're pulling you in with wealth. Yeah, I love that moment. That coat should have got credited at the end. I'm it just saying. It should have. <laughs> Where's the Emmy for that coat? Where's the, where is the, where is the um, just? We need to talk about that coat more. I'm just saying. Is, yeah. A SAG after actor. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the movie is like it starts with uh, Destiny slash Dorothy, played by Constance Wu, who is um, working. She's just moved to like a new club, so she's like the new girl there, and it's all about her kind of starting to fit into this environment. Um, J Lo, who is uh, Ramona in this movie is kind of like the head bitch in charge at this club and is like, the she's the moneymaker. She's like the person who you go to like when you need something. And so she kind of takes Dorothy slash Destiny under her wing uh, and under her giant furry coat. Uh, and <laughs> and so like, kind of like <laughs> teaching her the ropes. <laughs> Oof. And so, yeah, she, like, gives her the breakdown of, like, you know, all the different types of customers there are, you know. Uh, and I, I really like that moment a lot. Um, one thing that I was, like, uh, when she's, like, like, first introduced and doing, uh, like, her dance, is like, she's, like, rubbing money on her face. And was like, mm, even before, you know, Kuroda, that's just mm, <laughs> rubbing money yeah, on, on your face. face. <laughs> <laughs> sit right with me. <laughs> The freedom to do that, though, it's just beautiful to watch. The freedom of it. Yeah. Just, oh, my God. It, they, oof, they showed that part. The first, my one note, and it's no reflection on the rest of the movie because it's excellent, but, like, my one critique on that movie was I wanted more of that. Like, the strip club, them just, like, dominating that terrain and just, like, being the, I don't know, just just that family that we saw at the beginning there. Because we had, in those parts, you forgot uh, two, like, important actors in that part, and that's Lizzo and Cardi mm-hmm. B, who were, like, the yeah. strip club, like, I don't know, veterans, some may say, but, like, they were just, like, it was just the family that we saw there. Like, the, remember the beginning where we saw the cake scene, where they're just, like, all eating cake in the back and talking to each other and having, like, this lovely, beautiful time? That's That was so important for me to watch, because it was, like, for this terrain where it's, like, you would think it's a male-dominated space because 
of the male gaze that's really a part of that business. But then you look in the back, you're like, no, this is like them running this. They're happy. They're having like a good time here. It's just, uh, it's beautiful. Sorry, that's my that's my lecture on like not lecture my talk on like how beautiful all that is. Uh, I love it, <laughs> and, and I could watch that all day long. That right, like, yeah, I could turn this out into a TV series and just watch them backstage being that family together. I would watch that. Is right? that what P Valley is? I haven't watched P Valley, but I haven't watched P Valley either. I but I uh, I hope it is. If it is, I'm in. <laughs> if it is, I'm old. It's uh, and then there's the Players Club. That's a, a classic. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um, <laughs> um but uh, yeah I get back to like kind of like you know that kind of thing of you know them being happy and actually like enjoying you know their sense of you know like camaraderie and you know that that kind of chosen family is like we, we watched that uh you know montage with destiny at the beat, like kind of like still being the new girl and they're like, you know, she's, there's guys and they're like, you know, calling her Lucy Lou, and mm-hmm. like, she's like going into like, you know, the champagne room and one of the guys is asking, Oh, who hurt you? Who hurt you? And like, you know, like what happened? Like, you know, what, where'd your daddy go? And it's like <laughs> that whole assumption that like, Oh yeah, there's no way that like a woman would ever like, choose to do this and actually like enjoy like you know doing this in any circumstance like it has to be like some sort of like you know you're broken some reason right. yeah of, like oh yeah. yeah like some man hurt you like this is all a response to like you know and i'm here to fix it for you baby like <laughs> it's just like yeah it can't be like an empowering experience it has to be a negative one right in their right. eyes Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did any of you though think I, I, that I they think, should have been lesbians? Yes. Yes. yes I, I thought yeah, that too. Okay. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. That wasn't really thing. I just I assumed it from the beginning, and I was like, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> no, I did. Anyone think though, especially watching it a second time for me, they a lot of that might have been her spinning the story her way because she like, especially with like the whole idea of it being her being interviewed by this reporter, she was telling this reporter, oh, these were how these men were because maybe that's how she saw them or maybe because she um, assumed, not assumed, um, just remembered it that way. Like it was like her memory was like, they were all bad. There was no good men here. They were all these sleazy Wall Street Wait, um, wait, Lance, I'm sorry. Are you are you trying to defend men? God, no. <laughs> ooh, 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 sorry if I ever gave you that opinion. Never. Oh, Lance. Lance. Ooh, ooh. Give me a second to just. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I need a bomb break. Okay. Okay. Um, are Are you being held hostage right now? Are you? Are you okay? Can you can you You clap twice if you're being held hostage? And help, you know. I'm like, send help, please. Thank you guys for knowing what was happening. (laughs) I'm probably. I'm going to make an assumption here. The person who spent the most amount of time in strip clubs with straight men out of the three of us <laughs> and yes uh, yeah, it's, probably. it's like a right it's like a the, it depending upon the strip club and who you're going with etc cetera, etc cetera, it's really 
all kind of constructed to feed that narrative, right? That mm, these fair. women need saving and that they're broken. And that's part, right. often part of the like sex fantasy eroticism of it all, right? Mm. Is that I'm helping you with my money. I'm helping you with my <laughs> self, right? And it's like, blah, mm. blah. <laughs> And I only said that only to say like, I felt like, especially in those beginning parts, we only saw the same kind of man. They all blurred to, in, to me in a way, too, where I was just like... Yeah, I think that's the point, right? None of them are famous right. actors. None of them, you know, they all kind of look the same. They all kind of... And they were actually, like, repeats, like, mm-hmm. of the same guy, too. In, right. like, later scenes. Like, when Ramona and uh, Dorothy start... Uh, Destiny, I guess. <laughs> start, I, <laughs> start um, you know, working together. Like, that one... Um, you know, the big like Wall Street guy who's like, you know, at the top, you know, when uh, they're talking about how, you know, it's all just a transaction for, you know, these types. And that person actually like is back in like the post crash scenes too. Like there's like, he's also there like, when um, like they start, you know, doing the whole drugging thing. Like he's one of the people like, they're, they're repeat customers. So it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of the same guys do like <laughs> come to the, you know, strip club, you know, time and time again. I'm sure like, you know, there is like, be, like, you know, Tara said, there is like a specific like narrative that's like uh, encouraged around like not only like the women, but like the type of men that it attracts. And so mm-hmm. it would make sense that there would probably be, uh, you know, a, uh, a range, like a, a a range, but probably still a fairly limited range of like the type of people who are like going to the strip club on a regular basis. And right. this type of strip club that caters to Wall Street, that caters to a That's certain true. clientele at, at a certain time, right in New York, that it's it's mm-hmm. kind of it's a very specific uh, ecosystem, shall we say? Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> there was points in the movie for me where I was like, I wonder how much of this is Dorothy spinning her story and not just that part with the, with the type of men that were at the club, but like also with different um, aspects and how she was remembering each person and how she was uh, remembering like the environment of it. Like I was like, I wonder how, I wonder if she's exaggerating at certain points or even if the reports of honesty that we just didn't know which were which like, um, Remember the parts where um, Julia Stiles' character she um, would like have to snap Dorothy out of the store, out of like certain parts of the story because she was kind of veering off. I was like, I wonder how much of this is more honest of the narrative than the other parts we've been seeing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I feel like you know because this is already a uh, dramatization of mm. a like article that was like could really only be you know, the person could only really be taken at her word um, because it's like, there's a lot of it that you can't really verify. Uh, And so there's plenty of room for like, you know, an unreliable narrator. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, you know, as far as like the the, the suspension of disbelief goes, like for most everything, like outside of like, you know, maybe like some of the... um, like kind of specific details and like who was involved and who, you mm. know, wanted to do what and who went how far, like once things started getting like really shady, that's kind of like where I feel there was more room in terms of how Dorothy being interviewed 
could have been more elusive in terms of like right. her her part in it and maybe wasn't like going into full detail about what exactly she was doing and like how involved she was and uh you know, even if there was like, you know, I, I feel like there could have been, you know, some romance between, you know, Ramona and Dorothy, but that right. might have been something that was a left out of the story originally or like, you know, things mm-hmm. like that where right. uh, we like, there's like not really any way to like get like every detail about this when you are asking someone who was personally involved and has their own agenda in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, making themselves look better um, or making someone else look worse or just making thing or kind of like trying to play things down for, you know, one reason or another. So yeah, I definitely think there's room to like, be like, mm, I don't know, maybe this didn't happen this way or, you know. <laughs> I was just going to say, this was like the Wolf of Wall Street for like, you know, the girls, yes. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the, <laughs> it's, it's for us. That's exactly, I was going to say, it's the good fellas, right? That it's the yeah. Yoda's character kind of as a semi-reliable narrator who mm-hmm. sometimes has some self-reflection and other times doesn't, right? That it's the, mm-hmm. it's, it's in that same kind of vein of, and what I, 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 I was um, looking this up because I was like, I'm going to bet that all the like, certain types of critics are going to not like this movie. And of course, mm. I was like Googling this morning and of course they don't. And it's like, well, how come you can love Goodfellas, right? Which I mean, certain type of cinephile p- holds this up as like the masterpiece of cinema. Whereas you right. can't like this film, right? Because in, and a lot of it was about the unease of like putting the viewer in the position of like, sympathizing with people who are committing crimes, right? And it's like <laughs> Martin Scorsese's whole Imagine. fucking career is that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like he's made 70 movies with that do that. For the listener, just know that was a rhetorical question. We know why. We, yeah, we, we know, know why. why. Yes. We know why. <laughs> uh, no, like it's it's crazy because like uh the film got at the Oscars Last year, oh my god, this year, what am I saying, last year, um, the Oscars this year, they got basically no attention. It's, yep. for, for a film that maybe is one of the best films that I've, that I saw in the past year, it was crazy that it got no attention. And, and for all the reasons that, like, people love Goodfellas, the cinematography, right. the smart soundtrack. I mean, it starts with Janet Jackson's control. Like, hello, yes. right? Oh, my God. That was a moment. Yes. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> it has all the things, all the Oscar bait, quote unquote, things, right? Right. And it's it's ra- uh, railing against corruption and capitalism. It has beautiful cinematography. It, like, takes on the system. This game is rigged, right? Like, all of it is there and yet mm-hmm. no recognition. And can we talk about that control beginning for a second? Because what a perfect beginning for a film, like for this film about like the whole, the whole thesis of the, the film is in that like minute long monologue. Of the control. Control. Yes. yes. Control. Control of what I say. <laughs> then you find out it's just the song playing at the strip club, which is also perfect. Because which is also I, perfect. Yes. It's also perfect. I'm just like, okay, this film knows. I think I watched the first time. I was like, this film knows what it's doing. All right, I yep. fully yep. am. <laughs> like, no, no, I trust this movie. No, no. I trust this movie. <laughs> trust this movie. <laughs> it's, it's like they just like they heard. Um, it's the Oscars. I mean, how did J Lo not get nominated for um, 
best actress, best lead actress in this film. It's insane. She this is this is a film where everyone should have been recognized for the talent they had. The JLo, uh, I was watching um, interviews with her talking about how she like exercised for hours. Yeah, the training that went into this. the training that went to it, like. Well, it's it's uh the La La Land style training. Like it's the these people had didn't have the skill, but spent hours and hours and days and days learning this so they could make it look accurate in this film, which they did. I mean, more than La La Land, but um, oh yeah, I was about to say yeah. <laughs> well, because Taylor already was like a dancer, so like yeah, uh, you know, this is like a different type of dance, but like yeah, like she at least came in with like some sort of like experience in yeah. the realm as opposed to yeah, La La Land where we're just like never saying never dance and it shows. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <laughs> so, now, that movie still got like a bunch of Oscar noms. <laughs> it, with their terrible, terrible, gosh, I, 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 I couldn't get through La La Land. I had to stop. It was one of the dance <laughs> where I just was like, no, no. Like you're, you're hinting at the centuries Red Astaire number, which is one of my favorite in all of cinematic history. And no, you are failing. <laughs> like, go away. <laughs> like, J-Lo, J-Lo could have done La La Land, but Emma Stone could not have done But she would have won an Oscar for it. She would have won an Oscar. She would have won an Oscar. She would have won that Oscar for it. She would have been like... For her, like, pop dancing on a strip pole. Yeah, if it hadn't been pole dancing, but it had been, like, boy fight, that's my shorthand for all those, like, <laughs> movies that resolve with men punching each other at the end. If it had been a really well oh, choreographed God. boy fight, then maybe they would have gotten an Oscar, you know? Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's 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 insane that this film just didn't get the attention. Well, I mean, it's just, it's another um, symptom of, like, the male-centered uh, Academy voting base, like it's it's all these. Uh, I can go. I can go. This is another episode. <laughs> yeah, no, right. You look at the marquee of like who's starring in this movie. No white dudes. No straight white men. No white dudes. No white dudes. No. <laughs> is was there any men build in this movie at all? Like so. in like as I amazing. And then the diversity on it too. Like I feel like the when you look at the billing for it, it's only Lily Reinhardt who's a uh, yeah white person in that yeah. film everyone else is a person of color right yeah well and julia styles oh julia oh, see i yep. forgot about her you, I mean, mean, <laughs> you mean the character none of us can remember what their name is that one exactly. <laughs> yeah. that one character listen and i'm just really glad that she realized that dancing roles are not for her yeah. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> if she tried to pull like <laughs> Uh, it was like her character from Save the Last Dance. dance. Yes. <laughs> Listen, anytime we get a Julia Stiles role where she's not learning to crump, we're it's lucky. We're, we should be praying. We should be thanking God. <laughs> and I saw her name on the credits when I when I had like went to go pick up the DVD from Tara, and I totally forgot that she was in the movie so at all. I. I, mean, I, didn't see it. <laughs> I was like Julia Stiles. Where was she in this movie? <laughs> I exact same thing. <laughs> Every time I see when I when like the first time I see her, I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> this part will go fast. <laughs> this part will go fast. It's fine. It's fine. She she is the most for a person who's like top billing in this movie. She is the most like inconsequential. Like uh, Kiki Palmer 
who's amazing, I love her, deserved more like credit than Julia Stiles did in this movie because she did work. Mm-hmm. She put in the work. Um, yeah, and she's uh, like, I, Julia Stiles is, you know, just kind of re- literally representing the audience. Yes. Like as, right. as the person that the story is being told to. So she's literally just like the, uh, the stand-in for us as the audience. Listen, I would have, a tape recorder could have done that role. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, <laughs> Well, which they did. That was actually a really good play that they did where when the tape recorder went off, the audio cut out in the movie. And so it was like the tape recorder was literally doing it. (laughs) You know what? You're right. That tape recorder did do more. (laughs) Why did the tape tape recorder recorder. get an Oscar nod? Tape recorder Oscar nod. (laughs) You know what's funny, though? I'm actually surprised Julia Stiles didn't get that Oscar nod. Like, you know, that like... Yeah, that whole I think SNL did a skit, uh, sketch on it where they were like the white like supporting character who was like in like a film about like a basketball team, a black well, basketball you team. Mean, like, the you know, how, uh, I think uh, Adam Driver got an Oscar nod for Black Klansman, and none of the rest of oh, the yeah. cast did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I right. mean, like yeah. that. That happened uh, last year. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. you know what? I I. See, I escaped a fantasy where I don't want to be in reality. <laughs> I don't want to be in the reality of it. I go to SNL because I'm like, oh no, it's fantasy. Nope. It's fantasy. Um, it's funny it's, fantasy. it's not true. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but um, yeah, back to the movie though. <laughs> yeah, I love all of Ramona's wisdom that she passes along within oh, the club. Like, uh, well, and then her and Cardi too, mm-hmm. like, because Cardi gives us the drain the clock, not the cock, yep. <laughs> which is, like, amazing. Like, <laughs> uh, and, and talking about how, like, oh, everybody thinks it's fun to date a stripper, but, like, literally, I, I do this six days a week, and, like, the last thing I want to see is your damn dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, with the drain the clock, not the cock, with that line of wisdom, like, we were, people are lying if they say they weren't there with their little notepads, writing these down, like, all right, Got it. All right, all right. Like we, this was essential wisdom, especially in these times. Like it's so watching this now. I'm thinking is like, oh, this is the OnlyFans culture. Like there could be a hustlers version with (laughs) OnlyFans now of them doing the same thing. Like the replace the um, recession with the pandemic and we have a movie like there's a hustlers movie out right now yeah well <laughs> I, I don't know if you all had this reaction but re-watching it post-pandemic i was like oh, all those people are touching each other that's so dangerous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're in the same room together right like i'm starting to have uh, this like really visceral response when seeing any movies but let alone in hustlers where they're like on top of each other right and it's like you're touching a yeah. stranger stranger danger <laughs> that's that <laughs> See, I, everyone's having that, but I'm mostly having the nostalgic of like, oh, I remember when I was in spaces with people. Oh, that's so nice. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's like we're touching another human being. Oh, oh what a time. Yeah. I'm like looking at it like, like this, all the strip scenes. I'm like, oh, they're all hanging out together. That's so nice. <laughs> you get to touch another mammal. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God, get that, a Thanksgiving meal together oh, or Christmas, what it was. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, oh, that's beautiful. 
my response to it because I am I'm very much like nostalgic for those times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's like the meme with the grand the like the granddaughter taking her grandmother. It's like let's go to bed. You're you're, you're I don't know what you're saying. You're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um i and like yeah back to like ramona's wisdom of i I also love how she stops dorothy when she's like ordering a drink at the bar and ask her you know like are you an investor in this place like then stop putting your money into it like this yep. is not. <laughs> this is not like uh, you're not here for fun. You're not here to get drunk. Like you're here to work and get your money. Don't give them your money mm-hmm. <laughs> because, <laughs> like all you workers out here who are say, who are um, saying, "Oh, this is about strippers." It doesn't. It doesn't like. I, that's not me. I I don't know how I can get anything out of this. This is important life lessons. This is any workplace. Yes, work, uh, workplace skills, like when everyone, when they're all yeah. taking a shot and they they're like, woohoo, and they throw the shot over their shoulder, <laughs> right? Yep. Like, I'm yeah. like, that is an important life skill for yeah. managing important the workplace. <laughs> Drinks after work. You could just like make a list of all the important life skills, the universal life skills from this movie. <laughs> it's like, you're working first. Don't have fun on the clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and I'd love to, like to the whole like, Wall Street hierarchy where, you know, they're talking about, you know, the ones who like, you know, don't want to get their hands dirty. And so they never make it anywhere because that's not how the system works. And then the ones who are kind of like in the middle, who kind of like waffle back and forth. Uh, And then when she's talking about the ones who are at the top, she's like, yeah, they never get in any trouble because everybody else wants to get to that point where there are no consequences. And so this is like the self-fulfilling thing of like, oh yeah, the people that are at the top never get in trouble because the people that want to be at the top know that like once they get to the top they don't want to be in in any trouble either so it just keeps like this self-fulfilling cycle of like no consequences for people or the people in power because everyone thinks that someday that could be them and so they don't want to they don't want to like start that precedent of like oh consequences for people at like the people at the top yeah, it's the, it's that th- we're all everyone except for like, well, even before they were the Jeff Bezos or the Steve Jobs, rest in whatever, I don't care. Um, but like before that, they were, we're all strippers. We're all yeah. trying to please whoever is above us and tease them into giving us just a little bit of their power. And it's, it's important, like, distinction to make like we're all no one's better and i think that's the movie does a really good job of showing us that they're we're them we're no better than them and all of our judgments that we might have like and by we i mean the we as society Mm -hmm. have judgments for like uh these workers they are if anything doing a one of the most like not wholesome is the wrong word um honest and just upfront jobs anywhere they're they're just there making their money like the rest of us. And they're there making the money in that capitalist hustle the same way those Wall Street bankers exactly. they're stealing from are doing, right? That it if anything, they're more they're they're more honest than these Wall Street bankers because at least like they the Wall Street bankers know what they're getting in for when they go there. We we got screwed over by those Wall Street guys. How many times? <laughs> like if anything, yeah. these hustlers are the people who are like the Avengers for us. They went out there and stole money 
basically stole money from us, and I respect them for it. Like, screw them over. <laughs> yeah, Ramona talks about that too, like after the crash, where like that's how they're like paying for their. Uh, well, no, this is before the the crash because it was all the Wall Street guys, and it was about nine eleven because she was like. Mm. You know, they're paying for their fucking blowjobs with the firefighter retirement fund. Yeah. Right. You know, like they're, they're literally like, you know, siphoning off of like all of these like things that are supposed to be like helping, uh, you know, the people that are like were actually affected by this to go out and fucking pay for strippers. And <laughs> she says at one point, you know, this is like the most honest transaction that any that any of them have had today mm-hmm. <laughs> like having to the strip club paying for someone to like dance in their lap is the most honest thing that they've done and today. most ethical <laughs> thing that they've done today yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah it's just it's so true it's so yeah. true i just I, I really every time i watch i'm like you know what could i should i maybe this is the honest living i was looking for you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, No, I'm just. uh, I one day, maybe one day. You know the way the world is working. I'll get there. (laughs) Well, and and when you get there, I want you to have the same stylist that did this movie because the costume design in this movie is so amazing and smart. (laughs) You must have been reading my mind because that's exactly what I was just (laughs) about. How did? I don't know how they did it, but they like perfected the style of what the mid 2000s to like 2015 14 because every when i was watching i'm like yeah i remember that style like j-lo i feel like though j-lo that was j-lo's height in that in that yeah. time period so j-lo just went her cause her back closet and was like all right i got right. <laughs> the costume designer was like i'm just gonna go through your closet and pick stuff out <laughs> right and that's all she had to do there was one scene where she was wearing like a white white jeans, a white shirt, and a white jacket. I'm like, I've, J-Lo's worn that before. Yep. J-Lo's- <laughs> J-Lo wore that to the Oscars or something, or the Grammys. <laughs> she just like went in her back closet and was like, got it. All right. That's, she's like, this is my time to shine. Um, but no, they, everything, they got the style down for, it was on par with like Downton Abbey or... I'm trying to think of like a really like heavily costume. Period costume. Stuff. Exactly. I think that's like the thing of that, like uh, a lot of, you know, people and, you know, like the Academy or, you know, like, you know, critics in general don't really think about in terms of like, like period piece is only ever like, you know, minimum 200 years ago. Like there's never like, like no one ever like really like gives props to like the people who actually like dress like convincingly like for, you know, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. Like it's all it's just kind of taken for granted that like, oh yeah, <laughs> I was alive during that time. So uh I guess that means that it's like, you know, not really uh a, a previous era. <laughs> right. This is a period piece, like in an essence it is. It's just the um it's I don't know. I feel I feel like maybe because I think Wolf of Wall Street got a lot of praise for like being a period piece yes. kind of thing. Yes. But like maybe it's the discrimination here of like a diverse cast of only women and their strippers we can't expect that as much yes but yeah because if this were a gangster movie 
it would have won right. a ton of awards, right? And if it were the from the point of view of the Wall Street folks, it would have won a ton of awards for all these same yeah. reasons, right? But because this is the answering me why it didn't get <laughs> right that it has all the same criteria as both of those films types of films, but uh, because of whose story is being told and who's telling it, it just right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're just going to keep circling back to just like the lack of praise and just internal discrimination of this film. Cause there's just so much, there's so much to talk about on it with. Um, yeah. But I just, the costume designing, the music. Oh my God. Can we talk oh, about the music yeah. too? Yeah. I was like, um, yeah. Uh, give me more. It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love in this club when like the whole like everyone's dancing on stage is in the club. Yep. It's just like, yes. <laughs> Listen, I'll give Usher praise when Usher deserves praise, and he deserves praise for coming into this movie. <laughs> and playing himself in 2008 in 2020. Yep. <laughs> I love that Usher notes. He was like, I was a figurehead in this time period. I was someone who, if I walked in, I mean, today he could do the same, but Usher in like the 2000s walking to a club is a mood. It's That's like, yeah. Peak Usher. <laughs> peak Usher in a way that like, yes, I want that. I want to see that in a film, 100%. And also, has Usher aged? Can we answer that question? <laughs> <laughs> I think in 2008, and I don't think they did anything other than just have him walk yeah. in. And it was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's Usher in 2008. Yeah, like, there's no like de-aging <laughs> software that they're using. Irishman route, you know. Jacob like ran in and we're like, wait, what do we? Did someone already come and do this already? And he was like, no, it's over. <laughs> like it's done. <laughs> I, you don't have to do anything. You know, it just occurred to me, and I know this is like so fucking obvious, but I'll just say it: is that. I, all these things that we're pointing out of what we loved about the movie, I'm going to guess most Oscar voters don't recognize any of yeah. these things, <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't know who Usher is, let alone why that's an amazing <laughs> casting moment. It's like their their version of Usher would have been like Frank Sinatra rocking into the yes. club. Yes. Yes. Just like money like flying everywhere. <laughs> If there's one thing I know about Frank Sinatra, that man loved his strip club too. Yes, like, he did. An old, <laughs> an old strip club, uh, more um, like burlesque uh, cabaret. Yes, very, <laughs> yeah, very cabaret. The cabaret club. <laughs> oh Lord, no, um, no, you're right. That's this is, and that's. I mean, I didn't come here to talk about how bad the uh, Oscar voting pool is, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, one of the things I did love about the movie was, you know, again, seeing that before and after the crash, mm-hmm. uh, particularly like the relationships like of the dancers, like before it was everyone was about, you know, getting theirs. And that was just really like how it went. As, as long as you didn't get in anyone else's way, like you'll be fine. So like when Dorothy comes in and she's, you know, trying to dance in front of someone that Cardi is already, like, dancing for, you know, she, like, gives her, like, that quick pull of her hair, and she's like, back off, mm-hmm. bitch, like, I'm there. But then at the same time, it's like, she, like, comes in with Ramona and, like, teaches her how to give a lap dance, and so it's like, yeah, as long as you are not directly impacting, like, 
my money, like what I'm doing, like then we can all work together to make the most amount of money for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, right. and so that was like one of the things like, uh, and then like, of course, like after like once the, everything goes downhill, then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're just like bringing in like these like, Russian immigrants, uh, like as strippers who are, you know, pretty much like have a uh, lower expectations for, you know, like what they should be getting for their work. And so that kind of leads into like this whole thing of like the the more exploitative like uh, side of it, like of, you know, the whole like $300 for a blowjob where before, you know, uh, the Wall Street guys would come in and spend, you know, ten or fifteen thousand dollars in a night, and you know, all they had to do was like dance on each other, and it was like they were just throwing down mm-hmm. money. So it like right. changed like the mentality. It changed like the the ecosystem and the economy of like how these interactions, even like you know, behind the scenes went. And so, uh, and even when like the you know Russians were like talking to each other, it didn't sound like super like friendly or anything like that there's just like you know that that energy had been kind of taken out of the of like the relationships that the dancers had with each other after uh after you know everything went downhill Mm -hmm. yeah no that um it's it's the community there it's the community it's a movie about community and i think that's what was very prevalent in those scenes was like how the community fell too but, like, also how, like, Ramona knew that community was the most important thing. Like, Ramona, well, she was, when she was, she, like, you know that scene where everyone's crying and she's just, the camera just zooms in on her, just looking at everything? Mm-hmm. You guys remember that scene? The, it just, it symbolized so much about what was, what her character saw as important. And for her, it was that everyone around her was supported the way they need to be, needed to be. She's like that boss that you want you want uh, in charge because she cares <laughs> right. about every person individually and can see them as individuals and adjust to their needs, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Like that scene where she talked to the old Navy boss, which like good for old Navy to be like, we'll let you use our name in this. Yep. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> because like oof, they they did not make looking at working at old navy look like uh, a pleasant thing a good work experience <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like uh, uh, jimmy jam yeah <laughs> um i was just like oh no it, the second i saw him too i was just like oh no this is not gonna be good is it um <laughs> it just like when she was talking to him and she was like this is not how a workplace should be um run it's it's that whole like there are so many people on the bottom who shouldn't be on the bottom because they care more about uh, community than these white men who are on the top for no reason other than them being white men most of the time. Like, it's my thing with AOC right now. It's like, she's she's this person who cares about community because she came from the bottom. She came from where we're all, we're all at. Like, she worked her way through a bar. She worked her way up in, like, the lower class, like, the lower middle class area where she saw what was wrong in the infrastructure of the workplace. And so that's why she deserves to be on top. She and that's the same thing with Ramona. Ramona like is with the people and that's why she knows what the people need. Right. And and I think that that whole thing of like you can see the 
ways that these women are like what they're doing with their money is like mm-hmm. you know destiny is trying to take care of her grandma i can't remember the white girl's name um you know she's just trying to like get a decent apartment uh mm-hmm. you know kiki is like trying to get a lawyer to like help her husband and Ramona is like trying to take care of her daughter. And it's like, these are like the main and like primary things that like these women are like doing with their money as opposed to like Wolf of Wall Street or like any movie where it's like men like trying to get more money. It's usually just like for the sake of getting money or like, you know, Mm -hmm. to just like, yeah. Right. And so it's like, like nine times out of 10, that's like the scenario with like, a movie about like men working to get money. It's usually just like for money's sake or for mm-hmm. like wealth and power's sake. Uh, as opposed to like, yeah, these women are like literally out there like trying to like take care of themselves and their families primarily. And again, like, you know, I feel like I can say unequivocally, like, yes, drugging people is wrong. But mm-hmm. like the yeah. uh, okay. like when when people like aren't given any other like choices or alternatives, like there's like only so many paths that you can take. And that's like, you know, the whole thing about, um, you know, the war on drugs and like, you know, all of, all of that thing that like criminalizes, mm-hmm. essentially criminalizes poverty yep. uh, without providing any support. And so like people are, have no choice but to resort to these things that like, aren't necessarily legal or like completely ethical because the system itself like is forcing people into these like corners with no other alternative. And and to your point, Craig, if this were a gangster movie, we wouldn't have to justify it. Right. (laughs) That if Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, the gangsters are doing illegal things and they're behaving badly, but we, that's okay. We're in it for the movie. Right. Whereas because yeah. <laughs> slightly gangster adjacent group, we have to do the like, right. yeah, we, yeah, I can watch a Martin Scorsese movie and not have to say, yeah, killing people is wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and also, I want to make an, I want to just make a little side note on that. Drugging people is yes. wrong. Drugging white, white cisgendered men who go to, who come back for it and work in Wall Street. And basically defunded and left out to dry the whole country is a gray area I'm okay with. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, 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 it's still wrong, but it's like understandable. And, yeah. you know, all right. Like, all right. Someone's <laughs> trying to get into heaven. All right. We get it. You're trying to. I don't condone it, but I understand it. <laughs> If this were like a Clint Eastwood revenge Western, it, we would oh, be okay Lord. with it, right? It would be That's like, true. we don't have, you know, that it would be. You don't have to justify yep, it. Not a- also, yeah. <laughs> also, the one part of the movie, too, where they are like, they all say, we want to do this also so we have like freedom. Like, it's a, we want freedom from like just society that wants to knock us down. And I think that's an okay thing to want too. Like just like the freedom to buy nice clothes or to go out or to get a nanny for my daughter. All these things that are that these white men who also they're taking money from have, it's okay for them to have that too. I think that was something that like with everything else you're saying, it's like they wanted it for their family. They wanted it Mm -hmm. for uh, these good reasons. Wanting something for yourself too, I feel like is a good enough reason for all of that too 
Like they just wanted to be able to do all these things without just the society telling them they can't. I think it's even in the trailer where Ramona says like the game is rigged, right? <laughs> like yeah. if and yeah. they're working within a rigged game. And mm-hmm. again, if this were any other genre or any other cast or had any you know that we we would be cheering for these women and kind of rewarding yeah, I, it outside. I was. I was cheering for them too. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But the kind of response, especially for a lot of kind of liberal critics was that, or was mm. that, you know, like, well, they're just like get playing the capitalist game for their own game. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, what's the problem oh, yeah. there? Right? Like, what's the problem? We're all playing the capitalist <laughs> right? game. What other choice exactly. do they have? Like, what other choice is there? <laughs> like, I, I don't know if these critics know this, but like, we're all in this capitalistic jail called society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like that meme where it's like, uh, you know, like the the guy in the well or whatever, and it's like, you know, talking to, and it's like kind of like that internet commenter that's, uh, you know, talking to, you know, a surf like, you know, carrying like like bales of wood on its back and. You know, they're like complaining about, you know, life and, you know, how fucked up the system is. And then like the last panel is like, oh, but you still participate in society. Hmm." (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Here you are. Like, still like going out to the buying food from the grocery store. And, oh, we can do with your uh, cell phone. Like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that was like. You know, made by like you know child labor and sweatshops. Sweatshop, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and it's like putting that on like the person that like literally like needs like <laughs> at least like a base level of technology to like actually function in society needs mm-hmm. like you know food to you know live. <laughs> you know, right. shit like that. Like, yes, we know like that. Like you know, migrant farmers are like are a uh you know exploited uh profession and at the same time like we are not like pers- like specifically <laughs> exploiting them as people who need food to survive mm-hmm. like it is like companies and like billion billionaires who are literally like who are enabling these systems and refusing to like pay people what they're due because they want a little bit more money or one more yacht or whatever like (laughs) me as the person who needs to eat is not like directly exploiting this person (laughs) it's that and this is a good good place spoiler sorry but skip this if you don't want to get spoiled in a good place yet um but it's that moment the good place where the judge is like oh you guys are all bad and you're going to the bad place and they're like all right but you go experience earth for three seconds she's like fine it comes back and they're just like oh my god (laughs) like you can't do anything without being bad in the ways (laughs) of like morale (laughs) Without the chain of events, like leading back to someone else's like exploitation, yep. exactly. Yeah. Or someone like, else's oh, yeah, suffering, someone else's exploitation. Yeah. <laughs> someone, yes. It's Sorry. like I go to, I I'm like I'm using a MacBook to record this right now, and in doing so, I am a bad person because yep. <laughs> it's I'm supporting a corporation, but at the same time, I needed this for my two last two years of school i needed it to, i needed for like to survive like if i don't have a computer these days i'm a bad person <laughs> or not a bad person well, that's I'm, fine. i mean i'm using an acer so that means oh wait yep no i'm still a shitty person because yeah. 
<laughs> parts of that, like, you know, parts were made in China and, you know, like yep. <laughs> they all pollute the earth. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, there's literally no escaping. There's no like, escaping. Yeah. All of the systems are built around exploitation. And that, this is where, <laughs> right. like, when you kind of combine this with, like, kind of the climate change disaster that we're experiencing right now, like, Zizek has a really good quote about this, where he says that um, it's easier to imagine the end of the world than it is to imagine the end of capitalism, right? It's actually easier oh, to picture the planet, yeah. like, you know, like uh, Lance, you're in LA and got the fires, right? It's easier to imagine that just uh, uh, everywhere than it is to yeah. imagine how to stop capitalism. And so for me, for a lot of the critics who are like, well, these they, they should know better. These women should not be participating in, you know, capitalism. They should be fighting it or something. It's like, no, no, it is not no. on the burden of these women to figure out how to fucking like fight capitalism. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> they, they are there. It's um. I was just watching the show. I may destroy you, which. Oh, I don't know that. Fantastic show. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Michaela Cole's show. Mm-hmm on HBO. It's amazing. Amazing show. But there's this um, part in the show where they're talking about how like uh, one of the characters is involved with a keep the world green organization that like is against uh, the consuming of any kind of meat, um, Mm -hmm. any kind of like uh, all that stuff where like, and then all the black people are talking together. Like we've never, like how are they telling us this when we've spent like our entire a history here and this takes place in London. They're like, we like being just uh, dehumanized and um, discriminated against. And now that we kind of have the, the opportunity for like things, they're not telling us, no, these things are like, we can't, um, all these things are bad. Mm-hmm. Don't go for these things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you're, res- you, you're re- with like the hustlers of it. You're restricting these women saying, Oh, they're, um, playing into the capitalist game. Yeah, that's the game. That's the, mm-hmm. they're not bad people for doing that. They're people. They're trying to provide for their family. Like you're, you're doing in a way you're trying to provide, but like it's the, and I'm talking to the critics here. You're trying to provide for your family. Have you thought about the ways you're doing it or the ways that like your parents did for you mm-hmm. or your, like, look at your ancestors. Like a lot of these white critics, look at your ancestors who are the reasons you can be where you are right now. How yeah. do they do? Do they do it in a moral and just way? A hundred percent? No, but you're standing on that high ground that they built for you on the backs of how many other people looking down and telling these people, Hey, you're a bad person for doing this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I went on a rant there. I blacked out no. for a second. What did no. I say? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's entirely true. Right. And the idea that these critics that they themselves somehow are escaping late stage capitalism. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> You're, yeah. anything, you invented late stage capitalism. It's your fault. <laughs> yes. This is your fault. This is your fault. Like, you're, I just, and also I loved how they like um, at a part of the movie, they were just, they weren't even, they didn't have names for these men. They were just calling them like JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Chase Bank, like all this. I'm like, yeah, call them by that because that's, they are the, these are the people that they're exploiting from. These are the banks. They're doing what we need to be doing and exploiting all these um, terrible banks that are just killing the, or adding to capitalism, killing us with capitalism. Yeah. Um, 
I want to talk about one important person in this movie who I just, I never get to talk about her enough and I want to. Kiki Palmer. Can we talk about Kiki Palmer for a second? Because <laughs> one of my critiques of this movie also is that I wanted 30 more minutes of screen time for Kiki Palmer. Because she, <laughs> she, from every second, even the last, when she gets arrested, when she, when the cops, she's strolling out the jail, like on top of the world, and all the cops are waiting for her outside, and she just turns back and looks at the camera. I'm just like, dead. I'm like, this is a serious moment of the movie where like, the worst things that can happen is happening. And I'm just like crying laughing at Kiki Palmer because <laughs> she's just <laughs> killing it. She is killing that. That's like the, oh, like the, um, I don't know how that's not just a meme <laughs> like or a gif or something that's just popularly used. But she, every second she was on screen, she was killing it. Yeah, I love, uh, I love Kiki Palmer. Because uh, at first I was like, kind of like, oh, I would love to see like more of Cardi B in this movie. And then I was like, no, I think she got like the perfect amount of time. <laughs> and, then, like, <laughs> and then I was like, I, and then like I was like, I wasn't remembering like fully like how much Kiki Palmer was involved in the movie like mm-hmm. throughout. And so I was like really happy that like we got more of her, even though, um, yeah, because it was weird that like because like Cardi B is on like the 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 cover. She's like on a lot of like the promo yeah. stuff, which I get because you know. Big, it's big name. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people came for that. Yeah. Which is so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that like we got like a whole bunch more of Kiki Palmer because yeah, uh, yeah, she she's phenomenal. Like when uh, <laughs> when they're doing like the uh, like when they're in the champagne room and like one of the guys is like uh, completely like gone off of like their concoction <laughs> and they're like just trying to get him to like wake up and. Uh, She's just like, we love you, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) She had like little moments like that where she would just like, when she's at Old Navy working and she just full, I'm like, has Kiki Palmer worked at Old Navy? Because she's doing perfect. That's like, (laughs) I could go into Old Navy and like see a hundred people that I'm like, that's it. That's the character. she, she, She is. I loved Kiki Palmer since like Aquila and the Bee when I was like, I don't even know. Oh my how that God. Is. <laughs> like, Kiki Palmer is that actor that deserves more than she's getting. And this movie proves it because she yes. like, she steals, she steals the scene, every scene she's in. She just like comes in, even that like two second brief thing where she goes into the lawyer's office when she finally gets the money for the lawyer. And she's just like there kissing him and just having a great time. I'm like, yes, I want more. <laughs> She when when the guys um like jumped off the roof and it's like um Dorothy and her like having to deal with it and it's it's amazing. What was the line where he she was like, oh yeah, he told me he could jump off the roof and I was like, no, you can't. And she's like, well, I guess you were right. Like that short, like stuff like that, just like amazing. She just she's one. I think she's the maybe breakout person for me in the mm-hmm. movie. Because she just, I, I just wanted more of her. And yeah, and you really appreciate it on a second viewing, how important she is to the mm-hmm. story and that she's up yeah. against people who are kind of, you know, better known in pop culture. I mean, right. That, and that she not only holds her own, but steals the show in her. Yeah. Right. And she, it's like she, in, in a retrospective on Kiki Palmer's career, I feel like this will be like a, a pivotal turning point. Yes. <laughs> a turning point. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she and I'm and I've like known her forever, 
because I she was <laughs> oh god embarrassing story she was my in my straight days my celebrity crush where it should have been a clue that should have been a that was like a real like a real like dropping the ball like a real red herring there where people should have been like hold on <laughs> but like she was like because she will able you know, and whenever anyone was like oh really why and i was like because she's so talented and that should have been like the giving away but like she was my celebrity crush because she was just so talented yeah that's like that other that other meme that's going around that's like um Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my son can't be gay. He's obsessed yeah. with women. And it's like the women in question. For me, I'm like, oh, oh. Like yeah. looking back on it, I like tell my family members, I'm just like, this was a clue, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this was an obvious clue. <laughs> this is your fault. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's just she she just like even like with Lily Reinhardt, I was I was second view and I'm like, oh wow. She, Kiki Potter was so good they had to give Lily Reinhardt something and her something was like she pukes every time she gets like yep. they were like you need to give her some comedy for like up up so we're gonna make her puke I'm like cool <laughs> I guess no it's just it was um the acting in this just and also for the scene where the cops are getting them all going back to that too what a perfect song to put royals to like yes. I don't I I love Lord, but like I feel like Lords Royals, this was supposed to be what Royals was for. Like, this is the purpose. This is why it, created, that why it was created in the first exactly. place. Yep. <laughs> like, just like, I was like, oh, I could watch Jennifer Lopez walking down the street to Royals, like, for hours. I don't, I, <laughs> just I on, like, an infinity hours. loop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing that goes, like, underappreciated is uh, when there is, like, or because there is, that like more like pop music that like is very on theme, but still like, you know, how many of like, you know, the old white dudes at the Academy, like know what, you know. And see the level of sophistication of pairing that together. Right. That they just, again, if it was Frank Sinatra, they'd get it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the time they don't even watch like the, like half the movies that they get. So um, this is, yeah. For them to actually like, go into depth of like actually understanding like the what these like songs are that most of them have never heard before. Like right. in the Frank Sinatra world, this is like the my way yes. of like this was my way would be playing in the background. <laughs> like this was Yep. And not the 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 what's the punk version of it? Sorry, where he's oh shoot. Who uh, the punk singer who sang it? Uh night Johnny Rotten, somebody like that. They wouldn't even get that reference, yeah. right? <laughs> no. The seventies yeah. and someone <laughs> get it. <laughs> Which is like it's so uh, it's frustrating. Like it makes me want to like go to the academy. Which I just drove by for the first time the other day, and I was like, "That's it." Oof. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I I was like, it makes me want to go back there and just like you know infiltrate and take some people out. Just like maybe <laughs> like do some hustlers for them and get them to like. Uh, I just it I just don't understand it makes me want to start my own award show and give them an award for this because (laughs) (laughs) like they they killed this film and didn't get the uh, i could talk about it for hours i'm gonna stop saying it because it just (laughs) frustrated but like stuff like that like royal royals playing in the background um just the family the comedy of it too I feel like that's something we haven't talked about yet. The comedy mm-hmm. in it, it was just so good. It, 
Um, we talked about it a little bit with Kiki Palmer, but like even them, I, I was rewatching it, and one of the best scenes I saw was when they were trying to figure out the right like dosage of the drugs to give them, and they just like both dip their fingers in, and you're just like, oh, this is like they're baking, and they just wake up on the floor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just so it's an underappreciated moment because I'm like, that's so fucking funny. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, do we have any final notes or recommendations? Final notes? I would say just like, uh, what a, maybe there was something else. Oh, the camera, like the cinematography of it too, I feel like was underappreciated because it was some beautiful shots in it. There were some beautiful like again with them getting arrested like the framing and just like how every one of them got caught some beautiful framing in it mm-hmm. um when uh dorothy comes out with her hands up and you see like through the door all the cops outside beautiful shot the tracking stuff they they did a lot with one shots in mm-hmm. it that were very impressive like her dropping her daughter off with the blood on her shirt and her wearing like the very like um suggestive clothing and getting the judgmental eyes from everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like the cinematography really did a good job of making you feel like you were with the characters and not like just a viewer. You were like a part of it too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's totally the camera work that did it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, again, another person who didn't, the cinematographer, another person who didn't get the respect they deserved for it. Like this is, I, this is on um, par with some like Scorsese stuff. Like it just again, uh, yeah. I, I'll, again, I'm going back. <laughs> well, and I want to just circle back to um, something Craig you were saying earlier about the idea of that after the crash, management comes in and changes the culture, right? I mm-hmm. think there's a, like somebody can write a PhD thesis on how that plays out in this film someday. <laughs> so I think that's, yeah. If you're looking for a PhD thesis, listen to Craig's comments about that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that ooh, the same pieces that are going to be played right now. Ooh, if Starbucks is open, man. Ooh, they would all be in there. <laughs> in my last episode, they'd be clacking their typewriters in a Starbucks, just going to town on it. Um, no, that that is. And also just like, I think there's a really good story of adaptation um, on here. How like humans adapt to different scenarios. Because this is, a, this is a story of, like especially in these times when we're all like trying to survive. This is a story about survival. About like people who find ways in the hardest of circumstances to survive. And to find community and survive. And to find yeah. community, yeah. Right. It's like... It's like something we all should be doing. We should all be hustlers, is what I'm saying. We should all be out there drugging only rich white men <laughs> and getting our news. Me and Craig last night, Craig, I'm sorry, I'm going to share this. You can edit it out there if you want. Uh, me and Craig last night, one of our favorite podcasters, Kid Fury, um, was like, I want to start a strip club. And I immediately text Craig, this is our chance. This is our first yeah. chance. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is our chance. Let's go. I listen. I will go to the J Lo school of stripping and have her teach me how to do that. 
um, just that Fiona Apple. Like if I learn that Fiona Apple routine uh, choreography, yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> My life will be maybe maybe that's, that's our goal. Like like by the end of the year, we all will have learned it. <laughs> we can, have a, and then we'll like. <laughs> I'm getting my stripper pole installed tomorrow. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oof, no. Um, but no, just fantastic movie. Fantastic, inspiring movie. Mm-hmm. Also a family movie. It's a family movie in like the most basics of ways. Like a <laughs> godfather. Like a movie about being a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think this movie is like appropriate for children. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, it's a movie about like the importance of family, like Fast and Furious wise. You know what I mean? Family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Found family. Found family. Actually, you know what? I'll go Godfather. Godfather is probably a better um, mm. uh, example. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's about like this. It's about family. Chosen family, maybe. Ooh, that's a yeah. queer, queer yep and that's the chosen family part that's what makes it different from all the scorsese movies and all the um who did whoever did the godfather's name i can't think of right now um uh, the wine Coppola. guy sorry Coppola. <laughs> yeah <Coppola. laughs> i'm joking when i say the wine guy <laughs> that's actually how i thought like, what's the wine name again that's the what's the name of that wine bottle um no it's uh it's a good chosen family narrative though yeah all right, let's see. We got stats for this movie. Uh, Hustlers came out in 2019, directed by Lorreen Scafaria. Uh, it is currently at 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, and 79% on Metacritic. Uh, the box office, let's see here. Can we shout out that cinematographer too, Todd? I can't pronounce it. Bon Hazel. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, Todd. But like, and Kayla Emter too, who edited it. Because mm-hmm. good job to both guys. Yeah. Like, I want to. I will watch anything else they they do because just great job. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see it. Let's see. Made one hundred fifty seven or one hundred fifty eight million. So Ooh. that's too shabby. And their budget. What their budget again was. What? Do you know? Uh, let me see if I can find the budget here. Uh, budget was 21. <laughs> 20.7. Woo! Yeah. I call yeah. that a success. Uh, <laughs> wow. Look at them go. Look well, at them go. And, and that maybe after all this discussion about why it was not awarded anything, maybe it's yet another reason to think that those awards are meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I actually heard, I was listening to this podcast talking about them, and, there, and it might have been like a little bit of um, ulterior motive because the people who were talking were like people who have been nominated for awards before or want to be. But like, yes, they're meaningless, but they're also like, they're also meaningful to like the people who, the the, the Todd and the oh, yeah. Kayla who like. Yeah, yeah. You get paid more, you get recognized, you get better right. jobs. Like I, I, I don't mean it that way. I mean the, I mean it more as the like we can maybe take that all of those awards come with an asterisk of who is doing right. the awarding. I guess that's more what I meant. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, because like Spike Lee not winning and Green Mile winning means something, <laughs> right? <laughs> like 
Green Book. Oh, green, uh, green Book. Oh, I can't even remember the name of that piece of shit that I never saw. I mean, the Green Mile is no. much better. <laughs> the green book, it's the crash. It's the... It's crash. Oh, I hell. forgot about that one. Oof. Crash. <laughs> crash is one of those movies I just can't forget about. I can't. I love Sandra Bullock. One of the movies I was going to... I was thinking about um, recommending instead of Hustlers was a uh, miscongeniality, but then I was just, I remembered crash and I was like, Nope, I'm good. But it's, but it's, it's like so many hustler type movies could have been replaced with those movies. Mm. And yeah. so many of those, um, like uh, even like with hustlers, there was, that came out last year. There was like the farewell. There was last black man, San Francisco. There was, I feel I'm missing a bunch probably, but like so many other knives out even where it was like celebrating mm-hmm. like stories that were featured people who we haven't seen get rewarded the way they deserve to be and then just get nothing. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> well, uh, it's better now. Things are better now. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, I do. I have a couple, only a few. Um, I would say instead of watching Goodfellas or Wolf of Wall Street, you should watch Hustlers instead. (laughs) Um, I would say The Big Short does a good job of uh, being able to describe the financial way that we got to the 2008 crash. Um, I have problems with that movie, but it, it actually, like, teaches you how wh- how and why it happened, um, uh, The Big Short. Um, I would say watching an underappreciated J-Lo movie where she is fantastic is Out of Sight with George Clooney. Uh, if you haven't seen yeah. that movie, it is wonderful. Um, and if you want to see, uh, and I'm go- tracking back in history here, of a woman scamming men out of money, The Lady Eve where, with Barbara Stanwyck. Um, mm-hmm scam and poor Henry Fonda. It's hilarious. (laughs) Lance, what do you got for us? I have a few. Um, If you want to watch another movie where a group of strong women are scamming men, um, nine to five classic. Oh yes. (laughs) Fonda, Lily Tomlin, um, Dolly. Why am I working on Dolly's name right now? Dolly, I'm so sorry. I would never. <laughs> never <laughs> Did you forget Dolly? Oh, Dolly, I'm so sorry. Dolly, um, pardon. I mean, if you're a Grace and Frankie fan, you want to see like the origins of these ladies, like just their friendship, like nine to five. Um, also, if you want to see more on like just like a good, maybe this one's, one is more revisionist than this. I mean, it's definitely more revisionist. But like, it's, like how like we kind of got to where we are in politics and stuff. Vice is another good one by the by. Um, I forget his name, but he did The Big Short too. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right now, and I because he also does Succession. He's an executive producer on Succession. Ah, but um, that's another one about uh, Dick Cheney. <laughs> uh, that's a good movie on if you want to watch uh, how we got here in history, and also just something um, if you want a, another recommendation. Oh, P Valley, if you want to watch more stripper stuff. Oh. Like, I've heard only good things. I Personally, that. I haven't watched it yet, So, but I've only heard good things about it. And it has the, the that Hustlers, the first 20 minutes of Hustlers, at least, vibe that um, nice. maybe we wanted more of in the movie. 
place. Craig, what you got for us? Uh, let's see. Uh, more lady scammers. Uh, we've got Ocean's <laughs> Eight. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, The Handmaiden, oh, uh, which we've also yes. done an episode on. Uh, so you can go back and listen to that. I forgot the most iconic hustler movie out there right now, Parasite. How could I? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what a scammer movie that is. Like, oof. <laughs> yeah, we've got an episode on that too. Everyone can listen to that. Great episode. <laughs> um, and then uh, um yeah, I think that about wraps up my recommendations. Um you can also you know, we have done an episode on uh, uh you know, the fabulous RBG. Um you can go back and listen to that um which uh, in which uh, Tara's husband, Jim, actually came on and uh, explained like just how uh, important some of the uh, accomplishments and decisions that she's made uh, through, with her time at the, uh, in the Supreme Court uh, and breaks down a lot of that um, and its impact on the uh, American justice system. So um, that is something that you can listen to as well. Um, yeah, rest in peace, RBG. Can I, can I be a little political right now? And is that okay to be? I don't know if this is a, you want this to be a little political right now. I was just going to say, please vote. Just the, please vote. We'll, we'll call it there for today. And <laughs> uh, just say thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, you, you can find us online. Yes, thank, thank you, Lance, Lance, for joining thank us. Thank you, Lance. Thank you, Lance. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I feel like your episodes always go super long when you're on because we just talk all like it's just like I can we can just talk yep. forever. <laughs> remember, remember in the days where we got to like see each other at book bar and like have a oh drink God. and That's talk beautiful. like this for hours. Do you remember that? Wasn't that beautiful? <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, where can the people find you, Lance, if you wish to be found? I am on Twitter at, what is my at now these days? Uh, Burkuth, V-R-C-O-U-T-H 44. Um, follow me or don't. I post ridiculous things that mean nothing, but also mean a lot. You decipher <laughs> that however you want to. Um, but that's where I am mostly. Right on. Um, you can find the podcast at IWITWT on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also find our website, IWITWT.com. Um, yeah, we've got all of our episodes there. Um, you can link through to SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can follow us. Uh, you can leave us a review there, which would be super dope. Thank you so much. Um, you can find me individually at Catharticus. Um, and... Uh, yeah, Tara is... You can leave me uh, alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There we go. That is a 2020 energy I respect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much again for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye.